It is Thursday. It is after half past eight. That means it's hiking with Tim Lundy. Tim, how are you doing? Where have you been walking around? You just got to Flying Z. I've just got to Flying Z here. <laughs> kind of like run down Lion's Head, literally. <laughs> uh, please, can we keep the aircon on so that we don't get any. <laughs> you don't get any of Lion's Head yes, on you. Yes, but oh, you smell beautiful. <laughs> um, as always, you start our show, you start our segment with the weekly rescue and safety recap. Yeah, so the uh, the rescue side of things, uh, it's been relatively calm, nothing too major. Um, and then the safety side of things, um, there was an attack and on Red Hill again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just try and stay off Red Hill for now because um, it, it is still a hot spot. When we have these incidents of, of attacks... Are, is it people who are meticulously planning because they are no, they know that this is a through thoroughfare for for hikers or people who use the mountain, or is it a case of I'm not going to bother anyone until it becomes opportunistic for me until I need something either I need that money for food yeah. or for my substance that I'm dependent on. To be honest with you, I think these guys are definitely calculated. They definitely do think about what they're going to do. They've got uh, exit plan. They've got a strategy who does what, and um, yeah, so they all wait. They know where people go hiking, and they will literally sit mm. in hiding and wait and um, and go go and do what they need to do. Mm. Um, and for them, it's just a job for the people are left behind, um, and I've been a victim of it as, as well. It is, uh, yeah, it's not a, not a pleasant experience. And I hope that uh, incidences like that stay to a minimum as our season gets a bit busier. But hiking with Tim Lundy means that you could call in, WhatsApp us, voice note us on any question that you may have regarding hiking. If you're keen on buying some equipment, you're not quite sure if it will work, give Tim a call. He'll be happy to answer you. 021-446-0567. But I love this part of hiking, the eating part <laughs> of hiking. <laughs> Lizelle and Julian Lowe, they are of the Raw Food Company. They're joining us in studio uh, this evening, talking about hiking, talking about nutrition, talking about food. Do you, a lot of your clients, are they people who are packing for, for hiking excursions? Yes, yes, mainly. Mainly for hikers. Uh, 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 what does is, what is the, the Raw Food Company do? The raw food company, <coughs> sorry, is um, uh, we primarily focus on three pillars in our product. We uh, focus on the portion size and weight, the taste and the nutritional value. Mm-hmm. And uh, the product that we then send out uh, has got no colorants in it, no flavorants, no chemicals. So it's a it's a pure product, mm-hmm. and that's our speciality that we want our clients to go out with a product that is. Uh, fulfilling on the dietary requirements of doing extreme sports. Well, it's obviously not just for the extreme sports person or the hiker. It's also someone who loves a, a, a pack of trail mix to take to work instead of going and bringing a sandwich, for example, or going to the corner shop and buying a pie. It's just about providing healthy al- alternatives for, for snacking. Yes, it's, it's not. we don't really have snacks because there are so much on the market. We focus on the meals. Mm. And like you say, not necessarily for hikers, also for small families mm. who cannot keep a wide variety of vegetables. Because um, if you have a pun- six different punnets, it's not gonna mm. it's not gonna last for a week before it goes off. So we we started off focusing on small households, 
and providing meals that can be cooked very quickly in 15 to 35 minutes. And that includes the starch, the spices, herbs, and the dehydrated vegetables. What I noticed when I went to your website and you gave me a, a short uh, insight into your menu, I've noticed there's no meat. No, there is no meat. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us why. Tell us why. Okay, um, we don't live a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle mm. ourselves, but we have a lot of customers mm. who do. And honestly, it's just easier. Dehydrating meat is a tricky mm. process. And if you don't do it right, it can go off very quickly, mm. especially if there's a lot of fat in the meat. Mm. So we just don't want to take the chance to send out a meal mm. with dehydrated meat and somebody gets sick in the middle of the bush. Very so true. we decided rather just to leave it out. We advise our customers to take either tuna or bultong, which they often mm. do, and just add it if they do want meat with a product yeah so uh, give you an example swelling dam trail or um, fish river canyon where you're hiking for five days um having meat with you it's and especially fish river canyon where it at mm-hmm. your average day is in the mid 30s um having meat with you is just a big no-no because it's going to go off very very quickly I, you can correct me if i'm wrong but i see nothing wrong with a little pack of burros uh, oh, dry burros or, yeah, or yeah. a slice of bulltongue but it's usually quite salty. Yeah. And what does that salt do when you're on a three, four day hike? What well, does it de- that dehydrate you? Dehydrates your, yeah, exactly. your, your muscles, yeah. So you, you're going to be drinking a heck of a lot more mm. than, than you normally would. Um, and I think the nice thing about I've I've had the opportunity now to try some of these dishes. Um, they've given me a whole bunch. I haven't got through all of them. <laughs> and I'm I'm working my way through them. And I've... I'll be the first one to admit that I have got quite a sensitive tongue. Um, I'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to hot things. And today I had the chili tomato yes, um, the with spaghetti. spaghetti. And I'm, I will be the first person to say too hot, too hot. It was it, My wife agreed with me today when we, we both had some of it that it's just – the chili is just – kind of opens your taste buds mm-hmm. up not to the point where it actually burns or hurts or because i don't really see the point in trying to get this hot chili that fries your mouth to death yeah. and you can't taste anything we, whereas this yes. opens up your taste buds and actually enhances the flavor which i think so works we, we're actually giving away a raw food a raw food company food hamper so maybe you can call into us 021-446-0567 Tell us what you think should be in the ideal proper hiking snack, hiking food. Tell, let us know what you pack in your bag. And if uh, our team here in the studio likes what you've uh, presented, then maybe you can go home with the raw food, uh, the, the raw food company food hamper. Too many R's, F's, and C's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're battling with that one. Uh, when when we talk about uh, Dehydrated food. I've had some before. It's, is it the case that if people are hiking and they've used so much energy that anything with a little bit of salt, a little bit of spice, automatically just tastes good because you are that hungry? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I been agree. said that anything you eat in the bush tastes better than at home. Yeah. But we do like to keep our products as it must taste as if you had a home cooked meal or as close as possible to it. 
That's why we only use real vegetables and real spices, nothing artificial. So it's a, a really home-cooked mm. feeling that we add to the meal. I'll give you an example, um, and I'm sure you've had this before. You have a cheese and tomato sandwich, mm-hmm. and you know it tastes <laughs> very different when you've been doing a walk yeah. compared to when you just make it at home. It, it definitely does taste a lot more um, a lot, a lot nicer. Even Fervitas and Marmite can taste divine. No, Marmite, Marmite <laughs> yeah, never. No, I, would, I wouldn't. <laughs> Marmite <laughs> never. That's a bit of a stretch. But 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 how how big is your production line, and how do you plan in advance? I I know I have friends who are in these sort of catered evening meals business. They have the order, so they know exactly how many uh, dinner plates to prepare, and they send that off. If you are Working in an industry where some people like to hike these days, these some people like to hike other days, or it's a little bit windy, we're not going to hike. How do you then prepare meals so that it caters for the demand? Predominantly, we uh, prepare on order, uh, but we do carry some stock so that when we get a short notice order that we can in short time also provide the meals. And the preparation time is quite extensive. We uh, take some products up to eight hours to dry. So if we get the order, we certainly will have to have sufficient time to prepare the packagings. And um, if we have it in stock, obviously we can provide it the next day. Uh, Take us through that process of dehydration. I've I've, I've eaten dehydrated food before, and it's, it's quite interesting. I have to tear open the seals and doesn't look very good but it still has that taste that flavor what what's your process well it's true that you say that product doesn't always look very appetizing but um, it goes through a dryer we clean it cut it portion it put it in a dryer at a very low temperature some products goes for two to three hours spinach and kale other products like carrots and sweet potato can run up to eight hours so we put it in the night next morning it's ready for using and uh, it literally just sits in this f- uh, one square meter box on a low temperature and we turn the trays from time to time every two or three hours and that's the whole process literally sitting in a hot oven overnight i see these great meals like pasta based meals rice based meals cooked meals but is there space for a sweet tooth somewhere along a hike in the future someone yeah. wants to have bite into maybe a, a dehydrated cheesecake or something you can maybe try that out and you can call it the lester that has <laughs> been very challenging i think i think it was our customer brian who asked for it the first time and we still don't have it because the fruit and vegetables itself is very expensive mm. because of the process it goes through so we need a starch base for whatever dish we make because that's the cheap part to keep the price down and the other thing is with the dessert we don't want the customer to have to cook the dessert because they've already spent 15 to 35 minutes cooking their main meal using up their gas and water and now they have to cook their dessert as well so at the moment we're experimenting with a sweet potato cake which we are dehydrating to see if we can just add water and then it's like a pudding, the like pudding. a Malfa pudding kind okay, of thing. Fritters would sound lovely. I'm just putting it out there, not asking for a job. <laughs> so quite a few questions coming in already on the WhatsApp line. Riyadh is asking, are your products halal? No. We actually well, we're not thought about getting certification. Because, yeah. we, we're not certified halal yet. But as we do not use any animal products or yeah, you know, and any animal products, mm. 
it should be safe, but I understand that we do need to get the certification. And that, is that in the pipeline? Is that yes. something? Yes, it is. Getting all the certifications from the Heart Foundation, the Vegan Society, uh, Halal, Kosher, all that. Another question coming in from Lisa. It says, hi, great topic. I'm actually going hiking up Lion's Head with some friends on Saturday morning. Besides a water bottle and emergency kit, what else goes into a hiking bag? Also, does uh, Tim recommend, what does Tim recommend for smokers to go smoke? <laughs> Tim will say, don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. Oh, step one, stop smoking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, for, for Lion's Head, definitely. Um, if you're going later in the day, take headlamps. Um, I, tonight, saw far too many people without headlamps. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a rescue waiting to happen. Because as soon as that sun sets and people start trying to go down, um, we had a whole bunch of scouts that were up with us. And um, people start getting impatient because you're all trying to go down the chains and the kids are trying to go down slowly. And you've got people behind you. So if you're going to go... Try and go. Don't if you're going to do the sunset, then definitely take a headlamp. Take a headlamp anyway. But um, what is you're a smoker though? You have your lights. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. the basic forms of nutrition you should take? Is it the the quartered sandwich of cheese and tomato? Is it a health bar? Is it an apple? What something that will sustain you, give you a burst yeah. of energy, but also maybe something that could keep you a little bit more warmer towards if you are happy to find yourself overnight. Yeah, look, if you're going to find yourself overnight, then one of these dishes would be perfect, but you'd obviously need to have a gas stove and, and, <laughs> yep. and boiling water and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, just anything that has energy in it, um, even an apple um, that can can help you. Water, diff- uh, yeah, if you've got nothing else, it water. goes into an emergency situation, you can survive on water. You have six minutes left to call in and tell us what would you pack in a hiking bag in terms of foods eats and treats we are giving away a raw food company food hamper to the first person who calls us telling us what's in their hiking bag and they want to stop to have a little bit of lunch i see that soup is a starter yeah on on, on your menu it's, it seems like such a plain simple but such an effective uh, dinner option especially if you're hiking overnight and you're settling down uh, uh, around a campfire we actually do not have soup yet. Oh, you we, don't? No, we ha- we don't. We, we experimented with it. We already. have supplied soup to one of our trail runner customers, mm-hmm. but once again, soup mostly contains just vegetables. So then a customer needs to consider buying a packet of cup of soup for seven mm-hmm. rand or a raw food soup for 35 rand. So it's all going to depend on how healthy they would like mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, I, I think the, the cup of soup... Health-wise, <laughs> it doesn't really no. fall into the same category because <laughs> exactly. the, the amount but of things that they're putting in there. So you, you you're getting what you're price, paying for. You're going to go for the seven yeah. rand one. For, but but if you if you, and I think a lot more people are becoming more health conscious. Mm, that's true. Then then the thirty-five rand for for a soup. From, actually which is the same as other dishes. There are no artificial ingredients. In well, it. that's what I love about it as well. Yeah. There's no artificial stuff in it. There's no. And the one thing I'll say about the four dishes that I've had so far, and one per day, is the flavor. The flavor definitely, 
I don't know what it is that you've done to it, but it definitely, <laughs> when you boil it, it definitely soaks into everything. Um, which is, you know, when, when you hike, I mean, that's when I'm not hiking. So I'm dying to go hiking and <laughs> really starve my, my, my taste buds and I, I guess, then see what it's like. I guess good food, the, the good flavor would probably leave you feeling less, um, Uncomfortable in your circumstances, maybe even less homesick if you're on a four or five day hike. Uh, there's it, something that, that also makes you feel uh, sufficiently full <laughs> and like you're not you're not starving still. It's and it's also great for us from a marketing point of view. Most of our customers we get via word of mouth because they sit in a group and somebody will boil our food and the flavor is mm. just so. Amazing mm. that they come back and order for the rest for their next their second hike. See, seeing that your clients are predominantly hikers or extreme sportsmen and women, when you uh, do your recipes, do you look at the nutritional balance versus the caloric output that uh, many athletes put out? If, if you know that this athlete or this walker is going to be burning out ten thousand calories in this walk today, do you provide food that replaces that? Yes, and, and the, the athletes actually really ask us what do we recommend in terms of volume uh, and uh, in volume, the amount of food. And they also say that they want to be informed of the, f- the nutritional values of the products that we provide. So they're really yeah, conscious. At the, about at the it. moment, our nutritional values aren't tested. Mm-hmm. We just give customers a guideline. If they ask for it, but it has been suggested that we can go to the University of Stellenbosch and they might be able to assist us with looking at the meals and testing the nutritional value of every single meal. We have Matthew on the line from St. James. Matthew, what do you pack in your lunchbox when you go hike? Um, if it's a day hike, I just I take well, certainly lots of, lots of water, like a litre and a half, two litres. And then seed bars, uh, things like guava rolls. Uh, if it's quite cold, then definitely the stove and some proper cocoa. If you want to heat that up. Um, but mostly dried, dried foods, uh, especially, and a bit of fruit, a bit of fresh fruit. Tim and the team, are you yeah, happy with them? Yeah, and nuts, nuts are always a, a good yeah, one nuts, as well. They will fill you up yeah. very good. So, Matthew, congratulations. You are the winner of the Raw Food Company Food Hamper. I'm going to put you back through to Walid. We will take your details, and that hamper should be coming your way uh, shortly. Just as we wrap up, uh, um, from the Raw Food Company, if people want to get more info from you, how can they do that? They can go onto our website and online store at www.therawfoodcompany.com. Or they can contact me at rawfoodcompany.info at gmail.com. And our products are also available via Scuttle, which is a company that rents out gear. If you don't own gear, you can go on any adventure, rent your gear from them, and then some order our food. Tom, as always, you have the last word. Where are you taking us next week? And where can people get hold of you to have a little bespoke hike of the own? So next week, um, hopefully we're going to be doing a pre-record because I'm jumping on an aeroplane and heading for the tallest mountain in the UK. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we need to know. Tim Luddy will be back, not in the flesh, but definitely over the radio with you next week.